Welcome to another episode of the Nappy Glamour Podcast. I'm your host, Lex, and here on Nappy Glamour, we discuss all things Black culture, all things beauty, and all of the colorful places in between. If this is your first time listening, well, welcome. Welcome on into the Nappy Glam fam. And if this isn't your first time listening, well, welcome back as well. I'm so excited to be sitting down chatting with you guys about what has been going on in the world. So, you know, I like to say that if you are listening to me, it is no coincidence that you are. So get comfortable. Snuggle in, zone out, and let's get into our first couple of cultural conversations for this week. Okay, fam. So again, welcome back. Welcome back. It has been a while since we've actually had a chance to talk to each other. Let's do a quick check-in. How are you doing? I'll give you a moment to respond. Are you doing okay? I hope everyone is doing okay. Jeez, the last time we spoke was like two weeks into quarantine, stay-at-home order across the nation. At this point, we are about two months in, a little over two months in, and a number of the states are starting to open back up, especially those in the South. So for those of you who live in the South, is life getting back to normal just a little bit? I don't know. Have you been able to sit down at your favorite restaurant and get a snack, a beverage, something that you enjoy? If you are, you're able to do that, do it for me, okay? Because up here in the Northeast, in the tri-state area, we are still on stay-at-home order, guys. And so it has been quite a transition. So outside of that, what else have you guys been up to? Any new things that you've discovered? Any exciting things you've learned about yourself during this time at staying at home? I can personally say that I have been re-engaging in some lost loves from the past, doing some things that I I didn't have time for um, when I was commuting back and forth out of the city for work. Um, So I hope that you guys have, have discovered some fun things about yourself during this time. I think the interesting thing about staying at home and, and quarantine is that you realize that time is of the essence, right? And that you really do prioritize the things that, that matter to you. I think the one thing that I've started doing again is rollerblading. Yeah, rollerblading. I'm a kid of the 90s, and so rollerblading was like super hot when... When I was like 10 or 11 years old, I used to watch Rocket Power. Am I aging myself? It doesn't matter. Rocket Power was this really cute show on, yeah, was it Nickelodeon? Someone let me know in, in, on our Instagram account. DM me and let me know what that show, what network Rocket Power was on. Anyway, Rocket Power was this cute cartoon where it was a group of friends who lived in California, like, and they lived this typical California life where they used to, um, one of the main characters' dad owned, like, this little restaurant on the beach, and the kids would do all sorts of fun stuff on, like, the boardwalky beach part of the town. So they would rollerblade, they would skateboard, they would ride their bikes, they would look so cute in their little helmets and their knee pads and shoulder pads, and anyway, so... I was a rollerblader when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure I went through two or three pairs as I grew out of each one of those, and I used to love it. So during quarantine, I've been trying to figure out what physical activity I could do that was actually kind of fun. And so I bought a pair of rollerblades because I felt like I probably still had it a little bit. I could probably still skate. And plus, um, I looked up that rollerblading for like 30 minutes is equivalent to an hour of jogging. So like double, right? So you can do half the work for just as much, um, 
benefit outcome as you could be with running and I am not a runner so anything that could keep me from running but still get my legs moving I was kind of excited for and can I just tell you guys that I am absolutely loving it my husband is not a skater so when we do go out to skate he runs and just kind of watches me because he doesn't you know Say there's safety in numbers, you know, when you go out in the in the city. And so um, I just be skating. I have all my good tunes. I'm snapping my fingers right now, y'all. I be having my tunes and I'm in the zone and I'm skating. And I feel like it reminds me of, if you're from the South, you know this, like going to the skating rink with your friends and just the music is going and you guys are just being cute on your little, your little skates. Like it gives me that kind of vibe. And doing it outside is even more fun because you get the the fresh air. And y'all, I've just been in in a whole mood with my roller skating. So roller blading specifically. So it's the inline skates, not the little, the four ones, the, the doubles. No, this one's just like inline skating. So I have been giving my life with that. I hope you guys are also finding stuff that you enjoy physically as well. I've seen a lot of people on Instagram doing their um, at-home workout routines, their squats, and their lifting jugs of oil and water to make sure their arms are so toned. I love it all. I'm inspired by it all. Um, But over these last two months, I've realized that I like to be outside. I like to see the world and I like to really get my body moving. So I'm finding that rollerblading is like a thing for me. So yeah, that's something that I have definitely been enjoying. And also another thing that I've been enjoying lately, guys, and this is non-physical related, but I definitely wouldn't have stumbled upon this if not for the stay-at-home order. And that is, drum roll, nail stickers. Nail stickers. Did you guys know that nail stickers existed? I didn't two months ago. Okay. So I don't normally get my nails manicured or done at all. I'm not that girl. The number one reason for that is because I'm allergic to acrylic and monomer, which is like the main stuff that being all the cute stuff that makes your nails pretty, right? So I just have not, I'm not able to do it. Came to grips with it. I'm just, I'm never going to have beautiful acrylic nails or even gel nails. Gel as well, um, I have allergic reaction to. So I was looking on Amazon for just ways to try fun nail stuff that did not include acrylic or monomer. And I stumbled upon nail stickers, you guys. Like apparently this is a thing in other countries and, and maybe I'm just unaware of it here in the States. Like I never, I've never seen anybody do nail stickers on themselves um, on Instagram or YouTube, anything like that. But essentially they are literally nail shaped stickers, right? That you apply to freshly buffed and clean nails and um, you can cut off the excess. I should actually do a video on this. I may just um, do that for you guys. But anyway, it sounds silly like, oh, it's a sticker. It's not going to stay on, but it actually stays on for over a week. It's super cool. They have some pretty cool intricate designs. Um, And I found mine on Amazon. So it came to me within like 72 hours. I know it's non-essential, so, you know, probably shouldn't have been ordering um, nail stickers, but your girl is bored. You know what I mean? Um, But they're super cute. I actually did a fresh set last night and I'm sitting here staring at them. I'm like, these are so cute. And I don't have any allergic reaction to them, which is pretty amazing. So for those of you who are also allergic to random monomer, uh, 
acrylic type of stuff at the nail salon or you find that you have sensitivities. Now, granted, this doesn't give you the polished look that you can have on for like a month at a time, but for just like a cute occasion when you want something cute done, I would recommend them. I have a coworker who also says that she um, uses the Dashing Diva brand, which I think you can find at Ulta that has nail stickers. But y'all, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I'm telling you, being at home has made me really pay attention to the small things about myself. So my health, hence the rollerblading, um, my exterior, which I'm already pretty in tune with, but, um, my nails, my nails is one thing that I've totally ignored because I didn't think I could ever do anything with them. And now I discovered nail stickers. And now you know about nail stickers too. You're welcome. <laughs> oh gosh, what else has been going on since the last time I spoke to you guys? Oh, the Sephora sale. Did any of you guys take partake in the spring Sephora sale? I did. Um, I bought a couple of items that I didn't need but wanted. And so, you know, that's the end of that story. <laughs> I ended up buying um, skincare, of course. You guys know I love skincare. Um, so I ended up buying um, some masks, some eye creams, um, a face mist, some Mario Badescu um, facial mist. What else did I buy? Just random things, little random things, nothing major. I think I spent a little under 200 bucks, so nothing major. Um, but just some little skincare things that I wanted to try that I am testing out. And I'm going to be bringing you guys my full review as I really get into those things. Um, but Sephora gets you that spring sale, that VIB sale. It, see, it doesn't seem like a lot, but that extra 15 or 20% really does make the difference. And I think if you're ever on the fence about trying something, um, the Sephora spring sale VIB sale is definitely one that you look into. So if you're not a VIB member, which is just a, a fancy category for people who have spent over a thousand dollars on the lifetime of their account at Sephora, at that point you become a VIB. I think that's like at the 20% level for the discount. Um, but you can still partake in the spring sale, which I believe is a standard 15%, 10 or 15, um, which is still a good amount because you know, nothing out of Sephora is particularly cheap. Um, so yeah, look out for that. I don't know if they do a, a fall sale or not, but I know for sure that the spring sale is one that all the girls look forward to, all the skincare and beauty enthusiasts look forward to. So keep an eye on that for next year, guys, because I, I definitely partook in that. And it was fun. It was fun again. Not too, Nothing too serious was purchased. Just a couple of things that I wanted to try out and, and share with you guys. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, <gasps> guys. Have you been watching Insecure? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I feel like this is going to be be something serious for us to really unpack here. So since the last time I spoke to you guys, Insecure, HBO, Issa Rae's production um, premiered. And we are episode five, like five or six episodes in. Oh, which really means I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. Um, but anyway... How are we feeling about Molly and Issa's relationship? Now, as a, an adult woman who has seen the life cycle of a number of friendships, I can say that while it's uncomfortable to watch Issa and Molly kind of go through all of this, I can see how this is the natural progression of adult friendships in some cases. 
Um, especially if you've been friends with somebody, in the case of Issa and Molly, they've known each other for years. They knew each other during their truly adult formative years. And those years are usually messy. Like from the age of 21 to like 27, things can kind of, they're, they're kind of wonky for most people. You're trying to figure out, you're recently uh, getting ready to graduate from college or a recent college grad. You're trying to figure out what your career path is going to be. You are either moving into your first place on your own or moving to a different city for work and and trying to figure out what adult romantic relationships look like. What do adult friendships look like? How do I continue to to um to grow myself? Like it's they're really interesting formative years. And I think for a lot of individuals, because those years are so up and down, so so hot and cold and really so so trying and challenging for so many people. When you are developing or maintaining friendships during that time, your friends can, in many cases, view you in in that time period. Like their vision of you, their understanding of who you are is stuck in those really, really formative years, right? Because during those years, when you're like, again, between 20 and like 27, the level of dependency that you have, codependency in your friendships is super high. This is probably before you get married before you're in like a huge committed relationships, your friendships are oftentimes stronger than the relationships that you have with your family, your family, your familial ties. And so your friends see everything about you, your good stuff, your not so good stuff, your highs, your lows, your breakups, your makeups, your, your, your jobs, your, 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 all, all this kind of stuff, your friends kind of see you through. And so I think in the case of Molly and Issa, the picture and understanding that they have of each other is locked in a more tumultuous and growing period of their lives. What they know of each other, they're not willing to let go of, and they're unfortunately not willing to allow the other person to develop and become a new type of person and hence a new type of friend to them. Um, and I think this was most visible to me and how Molly reacted to to Issa and her block party event and her development of the event and really her relationship with Condola. So we know that Condola um, became Issa's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not Yeah, her mentor, really became her mentor in the event space. And they developed a friendship outside of that mentor-mentee relationship. And that friendship was threatening to Molly. And I think it was most threatening to Molly because Condola was doing things for Issa that Molly really should have been doing as the one in the group out of the friendship who really had it a little more together than Issa did. And when I say more together, I want to make sure that I say that not everyone's life path is going to be the same. Success is determined by you. What you deem successful is successful in your world, and that is totally fine. So Molly's view of success is obviously a little different than Issa's. Molly is a lawyer working at a a top law firm. Um, Issa is still trying to figure out what sort of creative direction she wants to take her life because she is more of a free spirit, creative individual. And so the life paths look a little different, but for the sake of the conversation, Molly has, um, a more consistent track record in terms of developing things, career, um, financial stability, which can look like on paper success, right? So as the friend who just has it a little more together is a little more consistent, I feel like when Molly saw 
a mirror of herself really in Condola, um, similar in career development and just overall maturity, reaching out to really support and uplift Issa in a way that she was either unable or unwilling to do really kind of shut her down. And I feel like at that point, the relationship took a left, like for whatever reason. And we're going to learn more as the season goes on, I'm sure. For whatever reason, Molly just was not able and is not able to get over Issa's growth and will not allow Issa, will not just allow Issa to grow in her mind. Like, and I think that has a lot to do with, again, us wanting our friends to be who they've always been to us. And in their in their case, Issa has always been so overly dependent on Molly. Molly has always been the one to, to kind of give, you know, either financially or with her time. And I feel like now that Issa is, is growing a little bit, getting more on her own two feet, really deciding what she wants for her life and what she's passionate about. Hence the block party, which, by the way, went off without a hitch in this last week's episode. I think Molly is beginning to see Issa um, as as more of an equal. And I don't know if Molly is ready to process how a truly equal friend shows up in her life. You know what I mean? Um, So I think that's what's going on with Molly. And then um, additionally, Molly is also trying to grow in the same way that Issa is growing and becoming more assertive, becoming more um, attuned to who she is and what she wants. Molly is also taking that same transition in her relationship. She is becoming less flaky, y'all. I mean, God bless her. She's trying to become less flaky, more open with her communication, more transparent with her feelings in the relationship that she has for Andrew. And for the record, I think Andrew is really good for Molly. Um, but in that also, we see that Issa is not allowing Molly to grow in that aspect either. She's used to Molly being messy, being, um, self-sabotaging, um, being the definition of misery loves company. She is so used to that with Molly that even though Molly is exhibiting positive behaviors in her relationship with Andrew, Issa doesn't see it that way. She's always seeing, um, what could be negative behaviors in Molly instead of recognizing the fact that there are small things that are going on here that could exhibit that she's growing and becoming a better person. And so I think both of them are not allowing each other to grow in their minds, in their relationships, in their in their relationship. And I think it's hindering their ability to grow together. Um, and so while things are changing in their lives, they are not growing together. They're not growing their friendship in spite of the change. Um, So what do you guys think about all of this? I'm on Twitter on Sundays, listening to what the people have to say, because I'm sure my perspective is not everyone else's perspective. So I'd be curious to know, how do you guys feel about Molly and Issa's relationship shifting? Have you ever been in a friendship or relationship that has gone through this kind of change? I can say that I have. Um, but luckily my friendships that I, that I've been able to maintain through that kind of growth phase, we, again, we were able to grow with each other and I generally have a chill personality. So if you say you're trying to be something different, I'm right there behind you, rooting you on to be, um, to be a different person, to be the better person you want to be. I'm, I'm the friend who accepts all sorts of change in my friends because I want that to be the case. Um, but I do, I have had friendships where we did not grow in our lives changing, right? So I think that seeing Molly and Issa 
go through this is a really close up and almost like a mirror to a lot of us, especially women in our relationships. Because again, I feel like female relationships can be so much more codependent than male relationships. It's kind of puts a mirror up to either friendships we had in the past or friendships that we have currently that are going through transitions. So I'd be curious to know, guys, how do you feel about the relationships? Are you are you the Molly? Are you the Issa? Have you been the Molly or have you been the Issa? And how have you been able to either uh, grow in that relationship past the change? Or if you haven't, what happened? And do you regret it? Do you regret how you um, contributed to the demise of a, a friendship? Or did the friendship just kind of dissolve on its own? Because that happens too. But anyway, I told you guys that was going to be a cute little chunk of what we was talking about because it's just so fun. I love Insecure. I Last season was a little dry for me, so I'm happy that they are really delving into some serious stuff this season, and I'm enjoying it. My husband and I log on at 10 o'clock, we watch it, we discuss, and then we go on about our week. <laughs> it's definitely been um, a part of my serious quarantine life. I have to say, Insecure came out during the perfect time because we are all sitting at home, invested in Molly and Issa right about now. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, I feel like that's all that has happened. So much has happened. That's a lot of stuff. Um, but that's all that's been really going on in the world. Oh, um, in terms of, of fun cultural topics, um, I do want to take a moment um, to talk about um, Ahmad Arbery. Um, the young man who was um, shot and killed in Georgia, February of this year in Georgia, a small city in Georgia. Um, and the the social media really uproar that came about as the video of his killing was released on the internet. Um, if you're not familiar with Ahmad Arbery, he was um, a young man, a young um, black man living in Georgia. Um, he was running um, as he often does, his mother told us that he often likes to jog um, through his community. Um, and one afternoon as he was jogging, um, a group of, of white men followed him, stopped him, really confronted him in the middle of the street, um, and, and shot him in the street. Um, and he died. He, he did die. Um, and um, from their perspective, according to them, Ahmad fit the description of an individual who had been breaking into homes in in the area. Um, and so they took it upon themselves um, to confront Ahmad, and unfortunately, it ended in his death. Um, and so I'm bringing this up in this conversation because I think it's so important for us to not only talk about the good things and the beautiful things as it as it relates to to our culture, our beautiful black culture, but also the things that are trying and the things that don't feel so good and the things that are just downright wrong and hurtful and shameful and angering. And the death of Ahmaud Arbery is another one of those cases of black men being what feels like hunted down in our country and killed for no reason at all, for just being citizens, for just living their lives. Um, and so I guess it would be two weeks ago on what would have been Ahmad's birthday, um, Run with Ahmad um, was, a, was a campaign um, that was brought forth where individuals could run in his stead, if you will. Um, so a beautiful way to bring the community together for what is a traumatizing and really it is a traumatizing, heartbreaking situation. And it's 
unfortunate across the board. And for me, reading the story, researching the story, and finding out what happened, it took me a while to watch the video. I initially did not want to watch the video just because I'm an extremely empathetic, emotional person. So seeing things like that, um, it sits with me for a long time. Um, I remember I lived in Orlando during the time of the Trayvon Martin case, and um, I listened to the entire courtroom case. It was broadcasted, um, and I can just remember uh, all of those details sitting with me for months and months and months and months. And while I think it's important to be aware and to know all the facts, I'm also aware that me as an individual, it, it hits me extremely hard. So it took me a minute to actually watch the video, but when I watched the video, my heart just broke into pieces. Um, I could, I wasn't brought to tears, but my soul was crushed, you know? Um, and I'm sure a lot of us had that same response where it's like, we have seen this so many times that it's no longer even shocking. It's no longer even something that immediately just brings us to tears because we are so used to processing this level of trauma um, our people are so used to processing this level of trauma, and that's not a good thing. You know, we should not be desensitized to a man being shot in the streets. Um, we should not be desensitized to this narrative, and sometimes I feel like we are. Um, but I say all that to say that uh, rest in peace to Ahmad Arbery. I pray uh, the the strength and, and covering of the Lord to his family because I know that this is a difficult time. I cannot imagine. I, I'm not even going to pretend to know how it feels to lose somebody in this way. Um, but I do also want us as a community to just be aware, to be active and um, know what's going on in our communities, know what it's, what's going on at the, um, the state and local branch of government. Because the one thing about this case that I find interesting is the fact that the, the individual who um, really hunted Ahmad down in the streets was a retired police official, you know, obviously hired um, at, the, at the local level. But it also just brings to the forefront that we have to be aware, guys, of who, it, who our sheriffs are, um, who's hiring the people who are supposed to be policing our streets. Like we have to be involved. And I know we are often jaded because the government has not always treated as well, but we have to be active and be involved and be the force of change that we want to see within our local communities as well as nationwide. You guys know it's an election year. There are so many opportunities for us to be educated and active and, while it's unfortunate that the death of Ahmad Arbery is um, really a fire within the community for us to become active again, I hate the fact that I feel like it takes things like this for us to reignite as a community and be active in politics and and, and really owning our own safety in that regard. Um, but if this is something that 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 sat on your heart, that is empowering you or pushing you to do a little bit more, to be more aware, to be more active, and to really just speak positivity and life into to the children and the young people of our community, then great. Um, 
I personally, it just, it just makes me get out of my own personal bubble because we think we all have so much going on. But then there's also a world of people who are going through things 10 times worse than we are. Um, so yes, I just wanted to bring that up because it's something that is happening in the world. And again, while we can talk about all the beauty and fun things, because those things bring levity and joy into our lives, we cannot ignore the serious issues that are going on in our world. Um, so I would, if you had not heard about Ahmad, um, beautiful, beautiful young man from what I could research and find, do, do your research guys, find out who he was. Um, his mom has spoken on a number of new out news outlets about her son and how an amazing of a, a spirit he was and how much potential he had. And it, it is so, truly soul crushing to know that he's no longer with us for such a ridiculous and uncalled for a reason. Um, but research him, say his name, know who he was, um, pray for his family, pray his, for his family and for that community. Um, because I'm sure there is just so much hurt. Um, but take that anger and take that hurt and channel it into a positive way to enhance and um, affect your community where you have reach. And know that your voice matters, guys. Um, there was a petition that went on because at the time that the video surfaced, the two men that were at the forefront of his killing had not been arrested. So there was a change.org petition that was going on um, going around online that um, got signed signed by hundreds of thousands of people, I believe, or tens of thousands of people. I was one of those individuals. Um, and just know that a simple, uh, your simple signature or, or um, kind of um, support of something like that matters. Um, because within a day or two, those individuals were arrested. And was it because there were so many eyes on it? Would they have done it otherwise? I don't know. And I don't know that it really matters. What matters is that individuals in the community wanted their verses to be heard and came together for a cause. And I think that's where we have the most impact, guys. So as we are going on through our week and the rest of the month and things are uncertain for everyone all around the world, just know that your voice still matters. You still have room to impact and change spaces, places, and people that you see fit. You have the power. Um, well, all right, guys, that is the end of our cultural chat for the week. Um, and now I'm going to head on over to our obsessed section where I chat about all the beauty related things that I have been obsessed with as of late. All right. All right, I am back. We're back, we're back, we're back. And we are going to be talking about the things that Lex has been obsessed with um, since the last time I spoke to you guys. I can't even say this week, since the last time I spoke to you guys. So my personal beauty journey, guys, has kind of taken a step back, you know? So when we think about beauty, we always think about the exterior, right, in terms of aesthetics, and oftentimes beauty is also related to the spiritual beauty of oneself, the self-development piece. So in my personal quest for, for really um, building a healthy lifestyle that I think will be reflected in, in beauty, my aesthetics, if you will, I have been taking more of an internal approach to my beauty. And what that means is simply supplements. What am I putting into my body that is going to produce a, a glowy, healthy, vibrant Lex? You know what I mean? Um, so to that point, I did some research 
um, and decided to um, increase the amount of particular supplements that I've been putting in my body and doing some research on the things that really make a healthy person. Because if you think about it, we put on foundation to even out our skin tone. We put on highlighter to give us a glow. Um, but really our skin, our exterior, and oftentimes our hair, our hair, nail, skin, all of those things are a reflection of what is happening on the inside of us. And that often is related to diet, how much water we are drinking, the type of foods we're eating. Are we eating fresh vegetables versus processed foods, sugars, alcohol, all those sorts of things. What we put in our bodies is often reflected in our skin. Um, you probably have heard this thing that chocolate uh, creates acne. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but the idea there is that what you are ingesting, the sugars within the chocolate, the the sweet pieces, the, the carbohydrates, what have you, could be contributing to an outward um, an outward blemish or discoloration or oily skin that then contributes to acne. So as of late, I have really been researching and shifting the things that I have been ingesting in order to produce glowy skin, right? <laughs> glowy skin, healthy hair, and things like this. Knowing that it's not an overnight thing too, right? So um, this is definitely a process, but I can say that overall, because I have been taking um, accountability for what I've been putting in my body, I've been noticing some pretty amazing things. Okay, so the first one of these things that I wanna share with you guys is a supplement called Green Vibrance. Now, Green Vibrance is made by Vibrant Health. It is a plant-based superfood supplement, um, and it is a probiotic. Have we chatted about probiotics on the podcast? I feel like we might not have. Have we? Either way, probiotics are essentially healthy bacteria um, that, when ingested, create a balanced ecosystem within your gut, within your body. Research shows that things that are going on in our gut at the um, the consumption level, the digestion level... Um, directly affect a lot of things in our body. So inflammation, uh, joint health, blood pressure, and then of course, skin, what's happening on the outside. So by ingesting great probiotics, again, probiotics are healthy bacteria, I am attempting to create a wonderful, beautifully balanced ecosystem in my body that will over time produce the results that I want on the outside, right? So the reason why I like Green Vibrance is because unlike other probiotics, it's actually living. So Green Vibrance is really a mashup of tons of uh, grasses, um, cereal grasses, plant-based micronutrition. So it's got um, spirulina, it's got wheatgrass in it, it's got kale, it's got spinach, all dehydrated and ground up um, into a very fine green green vibrance, green powder um, that you can take. I put it in my smoothie. Sometimes I just put it in water, mix it together and be done with it. But the thing that I like about it is that it has so many amazing probiotics in it, but also amazing vitamin benefits as well. So your daily intake of B12, vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, zinc, magnesium, iron, all of that is also included in your green vibrance. So as you're just taking your daily supplement, not only are you getting 25 billion probiotics, that's huge. That's an amazing amount of healthy probiotics that are actually living. You know what I mean? Um, but you're also getting your daily your daily dose of vitamins that we need anyway to be 
um, equal and balanced individuals. Um, it also has tons of antioxidants, guys. You know, antioxidants work directly for anti-aging. That's why people will say um, berries, blueberries, raspberries, and things like that are great for anti-aging. It's because they're so high in antioxidants. Well, again, 14 antioxidants are also in green vibrance. And I have gone through, at this point, maybe four containers of green vibrance. Um, for 30 day containers of green vibrant. So this will be about my fourth month of being consistent, but I really became consistent with it um, since um, staying at home. Uh, but I will say that the things that I have noticed that have changed um, is my overall energy when I take it. And I think it's because it has so many of those positive vitamins in it that when I take it in the morning, I feel better. I feel energized, not coffee wired energized, but I feel, I feel awake. I feel ready to start my day. Um, this may be a TMI piece, but because so many, um, leafy greens are in it as well. I find myself to be a lot more regular, which is great for flushing out the system, um, decreasing inflammation and things like that. Um, and I also find, have found that my skin genuinely feels more supple, more hydrated. And I don't know if that's necessarily 100% the green vibrance. I think it's the green vibrance in addition to the other supplement that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. But green vibrance has definitely been a staple of my 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 health routine and I'm really again focusing on things that I'm putting in my body and how that's showing up on the outside. I usually don't struggle with acne or breakouts to be honest, so that's never been an issue of mine. Um but I do from time to time get um sort of these peripheral kind of milia bumps around the edge of my face and those are just like those tiny like little white bumps. Um I'm finding that I'm having less of those um, my skin is just more consistent overall. So not only do I feel good on the inside because of this supplement, I also am finding that I, I, I just feel like I look a little better. You know what I mean? Um, so that's one I wanted to share with you guys. Now, Green Vibrance, um, when it's delivered to you, you can own well, you may be able to find it at your local stores. I obviously have been ordering it online. Um, and it comes refrigerated and you have to keep it in your freezer. So that alone should tell you that these are living, real um, micronutrients and probiotics that you're ingesting. Um, I would say, though, that if you are someone who's taking medication um, for any sort of reason, either blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, what have you, to, of course, run this by your doctor before you take it. I mean, it is 100% natural. It's nothing but a bunch of fruits, vegetables, and vitamins crunched up together. However, I always recommend if you're going to throw anything extra into your diet, um, to just, just ask your doctor be like, Hey, you heard about this. You think it'll work for me? I feel like it will because it's just an all natural thing. Um, but also green vibrance because it is a probiotic rich is good for digestive health and also your immunity guys. And we know that everyone has been talking about boosting their immunity since Rona's out here slapping people left and right. Okay. So this can't hurt. It can't hurt to put the positive things into your body that can help um, boost your immunity as well. So that's that. If you want to see Green Vibrance in action, it will be on the Nappy Glamour, Glamour Instagram account. I'll put up some quick one-two steps of how I put it into my routine so you guys can see. And also a link to purchase, of course, because you guys need to get on this inner health journey as well. Okay. 
So another thing that I have recently re-entered into my um, internal health routine is collagen peptides. Yes, guys. So I stumbled upon the benefits of collagen maybe five years ago or so. I would say five years or so ago, but I was never consistent with it. So um, collagen as a supplement wasn't something that I was taking every day. It was something that I would do maybe two or three times a week when I had a smoothie or something. Um, but um, knowing that collagen is a major component of your skin, um, collagen really is a major point um, piece of all the building blocks of you. So your joints, your bones, your skin, collagen is that thing that really kind of keeps it together. As you get older, the amount of collagen that your body naturally produces decreases. So a baby's got all the collagen in the world. That's why their skin be so soft. It's so plushy. You just want to kiss it. Your skin is beautiful when you're a kid because you got all that collagen. And the minute you get older, you'll notice, especially like in your late 20s, your early 30s, you'll start to notice that your skin may be a little less plump. You're starting to see sort of wrinkles um, tiny little wrinkles here and there, like small things, your skin's elasticity. When you touch your skin, um, it doesn't bounce back the way it used to. Um, those are all, uh, indicators that your collagen production is reducing, which it naturally does over time. So by ingesting collagen, research shows that um, not only are you going to be able to um, reinvigorate your skin's elasticity, um, but you're also strengthening um, your nails potentially, your hair, um, your skin's ability to stay hydrated. So all of those things that make skin look youthful, again, elasticity, hydration, plumpness, we'll use plumpness as a word, plumpness, um, all of that can be reinvigorated by having a consistent intake of collagen into your body. So collagen peptides um, have been my A1. And I will say the green vibrance, I feel internally. 100%, I feel that internally. Um, collagen peptides, if I do, if I'm not consistent with it in my diet, I notice it immediately in my skin. And that's crazy to say, but it's it's 100% true. Um, so my skin's overall just vibrance, how bright my skin is, I find is changed heavily depending on whether or not I was consistent with my collagen. Okay. And so the collagen that I choose to put into my body is from Vital Proteins. Um, I think I bought this originally when I first stumbled upon it a couple years ago was in GNC. So I'm sure you can order it online GNC. It's available on Amazon. That's how I've been getting it as of late. And um, if you're someone who is vegan, this is not a vegan collagen, okay? It is made um, from grass-fed, pasture-raised um, animals, okay? So it's not it's not vegan in that regard. Um, but I don't mind that, you know? I'm a pescatarian, not a vegan, so I don't mind that. But there are vegan collagens for you individuals who do not care to have a, a, a meat a collagen source. There's plant-based collagen, so don't worry about that. Um, but Vital Proteins, the reason why I like this brand is because the collagen... Um, melts away in almost anything that you put it in. Now I get the unflavored version. It comes in like a blue cute little bottle. It's unflavored. I put it in my hot tea. It melts into my tea like magic. I put it in my smoothies. Can't taste it. You can put it in anything really and it would be absolutely fantastic. 
I love this formula. I also love it because it also comes with hyaluronic acid and vitamin C. You guys know we've talked about vitamin C before and why it's so important for um, for brightening the skin. Same thing with hyaluronic acid. Like those are things that your body uses in order to turn over the skin and make sure things stay vibrant and fresh and clean. And that is also incorporated into this particular formula of collagen peptides. Like it's absolutely fantastic. And another thing that collagen is good for, guys, um, because we're, again, we're talking about aging and the loss of elasticity and um, a water retention in our skin, is also joint health, because collagen is a big piece of the building blocks of our bones or what have you. Um, so it's good for joint health as well. Again, collagen is a big piece of our hair and nails. So I would recommend that if you, again, check with your doctor, but it should be absolutely fine. Um, if you're getting your late 20s, your early 30s, and you have not experimented with collagen, I would recommend that you do your research, right? I am not the the end all and be all of all knowledge. So do your research um, on collagen, why you may or may not want to enter it into your routine, but definitely give it a try. Um, Vital Proteins also has small single serve things. So if you don't want to commit to an entire uh, bottle of it, a huge kind of 30 day bottle, get one of the smaller ones and the small single serves and see how you like it. Um, but with any of these things, with the green vibrance and the, the collagen peptides, consistency is key. You can't take this stuff one time and expect for your life to change. That's what we have outer beauty supplements for. That's why we have masks. That's why we have AHAs and BHAs. That's why we have serums and creams. That kind of stuff, you can almost always see some sort of immediate lift or result. This is the internal work, guys. So this is where you got to really be honest with yourself and be consistent. Throw it into a morning routine so that you can see the results. And think of this as a... Um, an investment in your livelihood, an investment in your overall health, not just your beauty. Yes, your face is going to look better. Your skin is going to be glowing. You'll be the envy of everybody's, you know, summer bash because you'll just be out there glowing and, and just looking fantastic. Yes, all of that is going to happen as well. But think of it as an investment in your overall health because, again, with the green vibrance, if your gut is healthy, you are processing things a little bit better. Um, you're lowering your inflammation. We know that inflammation is a direct contributor to a lot of diseases. Um, so that's an important thing. And with your collagen peptides, by investing in that aspect of your health as well, you are reducing your signs of aging. You are ensuring that your joints are healthy or long-term. Like there are just so many benefits for um, adding these things into your overall diet, guys. So Yes, those are things that I am obsessed with. And I'm telling you guys, beauty is not is more than just makeup. It's more than just how what kind of edge control we are putting on our hair. It is a holistic kind of 360 approach to how we live our lives. We want to live beautiful lives. Okay. All right. So let's um, move into our last piece of chit chat for today. And that is going to be our Glamspiration, where I share a cute little word with you guys that I think is going to help you get through the rest of the week and hopefully the rest of the month until we chat next. Okay, so let's get into it. Welcome back, Nappy Glam fam. I say welcome back like y'all went somewhere. It's it's like a two-second transition, right? Doing the most. Um, but yeah, so we are gonna hop right on into our glam spiration for this week. Um, and this 
was placed on my heart earlier this week as I was thinking about the world, how things are changing, and how this has been a difficult time for so many people, um, our essential workers for sure, but so many parents who are at home dealing with kids and work. And for those of us who are have quarantined or had to quarantine by ourselves, it has really been an unprecedented time for change around the world for so many people. And I think it's important for us to know that change is inevitable, but growth is optional, right? When COVID-19 hit the United States, we did not have a choice in whether or not we stayed at home, right? That change was swift, that change was forceful, and it was an inevitable change because life changes. Nothing ever stays the same. The only thing that you can really bet on in life is that something is going to change, right? So that change was inevitable and it really affected us in a lot of ways. And I think what I have learned through this time of forced change is that I have the option to grow and become better in it. What I've been able to do with my self-discovery, my kind of introspective work during this time has really benefited me in so many ways um, so that when I come out of this, I feel like I'll be a little bit of a better person. My priorities will truly be in line. I will no longer take for granted my family. I will no longer take for granted my time really, or the ability to do the things that make me happy. I'm growing in this time of inevitable and unprecedented change. That's optional. I chose to do that. What I chose not to do was to sit in it, to wallow in what seems like a really sad and and, and confined time. I chose not to... Um, I chose not to continue to do the same things. I chose to do the positive work that could help me grow in some way. And I think a lot of people have have chosen to do that. A lot of people have re-looked at their business plans, have decided to to take some much needed relaxation, um, to take some time in prayer and really decide what their next steps are going to be, to reconnect with family, to build something new. Those are all growth terms. Those are all things that you can do to grow yourself personally. Um, And also things that you care about, right? Reconnecting with family is one growth piece that I think is the biggest takeaway from um, COVID-19 for me personally. Um, My extended family has gotten on a Marco Polo and I think it's like 65 people large at this point of family members that are second cousins, third cousins, cousins I had never heard of before. But we are, we're all joined together because we wanted to check in and make sure everyone was okay. But it then became a place for us to share, share our everyday um, our everyday joys, our lows, birthdays, and monumental moments, and and kids reading, and and uh, just beautiful moments of families gathering together, and that is a growth piece. There's aspects of my family connections that have grown during this time, um, but again, that was optional. No one had to do that. I didn't have to do that. Uh, we didn't have to to join ourselves together and decide to make the best out of a very shaky situation. Um, so I say all that to say that while this change is uncomfortable, don't sit in it. 
you know what I mean? It is what it is. And sometimes in life, you got to just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? No one is particularly happy with how things have happened. No one is particularly happy with how our government um, handled COVID-19 from the start. But what can we take from this to grow? What can we learn I mean, really, if you are a a poli-sci major, a political science major, what from this situation did you learn that that you would like to to change for when you get into office or when you start to affect your communities? Um, What pieces of your relationship have you been able to see a little more clearly and work on because of this? Um, Really, guys, growth is optional. And, oh, we'll even take it back to Molly and Issa. Um, while their lives are changing, both of them are changing, um, the world around them is changing, our, their friendship isn't growing. They are choosing for whatever reason to not grow their friendship in spite of the change. And I would encourage us all to, in spite of the change that is happening around us, these this unforeseen, terrible changes <laughs> that have happened around us, to, to see the good in all of this, to see the little glimmer of light in the little pieces here and there, and choose to grow in spite of. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It can really be, I decided to, to, to dig back into reading. And that is a growth piece for me because I love to read or I really was able to learn how to cook. I mean, I can't go out the way I used to. And so now I'm cooking a lot more and I find I like to cook a lot more than I I thought or, you know, I have a husband who I haven't I haven't seen in a while. But since we're both quarantined together, I've fallen I've refallen in love with him or whatever it is. Choose to grow. It's a choice. It's a choice to see the good instead of the bad. It's the choice to smile um, instead of frown in moments where you have both of those options. It's a choice and it is an action. Like you have to action behind it. Um, so if you are feeling like uh, the, the weight of all of this, the weight of the change that's happening in the world, even though it seems like things are lightening up and we may go back to, to, to um, life as usual in just a little bit, there's still time for you to develop in a way um, that you may not have had the opportunity to do before. I think what I'm trying to say is at the end of all of this, I want us to come out better than we were before. And whatever that looks like for you, because it's different for everybody. But don't take this time for granted. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever what makes you happy. And whatever it is that you decide to do, make sure that you're growing. Make sure that you're loving. Make sure that you're encouraging. And make sure that you are getting to what is the best you, your best self. Because at the end of the day, that is all that really matters, guys. Let us choose to grow and here as part of the nappy glam fam you know we always we always going to be here working together as a community because a lot of the work um is easier done together than alone right right um well that is it guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of the nappy glamour podcast oh it's always so good to just sit down and talk with you guys and um until the next time Love you. Love you all so much. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.